Hello and uh, welcome to Phoenix Films. Today we're joined by Lionel from France. Is that how you pronounce your name? Sorry. Yeah, Lionel. Lionel. Lionel, it's okay. And um, you are a contributor to the UbiPorts project. What ways do you contribute to Ubuntu Touch? What, what kind of things I, I did? Yeah, what kind of things have you worked on for the Ubuntu Touch community? So I've started to to become a member of the community in in 2017. First, I own a BQ 4.5. 4.5. And I started to... Um, I was thinking of um, of be familiar with the platform, and it took me some time to uh, to to know some uh, to know architecture and uh, all the components. So I started to enhance documentation first, and I was a really newbie in uh, QML Qt, Qt framework. So I started to to make a Hello World app first in two uh, in uh, twenty eighteen. Uh, so first, uh, try to publish some uh, small applications such as uh, Team Two Box or Tetris, Tetris uh, game, and then um, I, I started to learn a bit about uh, the the build uh, the build system around uh, Ubuntu Touch, how to build uh, an application, and how to port existing application, cute application to Ubuntu Touch. Uh, so I've tried to found some uh, some available um, application around, uh, such as uh, Stellarium, uh, such as uh, Drumkit, uh, Digiton Table, and some uh, old applications that were built for uh, Nokia, I think, and uh, Nemo Mobile. I don't remember. So slowly, I learned I learned the Qt framework and all the all the stuffs we need to be more comfortable, and then after after being more comfortable with QML, uh, UI, and C I started to contribute to bugs, existing bugs in uh, Ubuntu Touch platforms, such as in uh, in address book or a messaging app, uh, dialer app. Also, did some small stuff on uh, on keyboard and uh, Morph, Morph Brother. Um, yeah, so it's a very long process because when you started, I, I'm a developer at the, uh, uh, for my professional uh, uh, for uh, my living, but more at the back end and Java, more of Java, PHP. So I didn't, uh, I haven't touched any C++ code uh, before our QML, so it was a long time. I had lucky to be unemployed uh, for three months, <laughs> so it took it take me uh, uh, it give me enough time to learn all that. But it's a long way, long journey to uh, to become um, comfortable with all that. Oh yeah, I know what you mean. I'm I'm trying to learn Rust. And I am having such a difficult time with it because I'm not a developer beforehand. Like I'm, I'm not coming from a developer background. Um, mm -hmm. I just want to contribute and I want to make code and I want to be able to, you know, get a job in code as well. But um, okay. I've got a long way to go. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's um, several few hundreds of hours you need. <laughs> mm. 
record. Yeah, and I, I keep on forgetting fixed. things like, Fine. how do I do while loops? Oh, I have to look it up again. Uh, it's uh, but I hear as long as like you know the some of the basics and you know how to read the documentation and stuff like that, then you can get into it. It just takes a little bit longer before your brain kind of kicks into remembering things. But as long yes, as you've got, course. as long as you've got the basics, apparently that's good enough to be able to develop good things as long yes. as you know where to look. Yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. But it takes time to to get to 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 have the 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 good information first because you don't have the vocabulary or the concepts. So yeah, it can take some time. Even just like simple things like hey, where is this how do I how do I open like a, a separate so like in like you know two Rust files, one of them has a public function. How do I get to that public function from the main one? Um, mm -hmm. I'd, I wouldn't know how to look that up, but I saw a YouTube video that taught me how to do it. And I'm like, oh, well, now I know how to do this now. Like, but I don't, I wouldn't know, <laughs> I wouldn't know how to search for it. I wouldn't know how to find it. Um, yeah, so there's, there's, yeah, yeah. there's lots of, but like, um, learning Rust, I, I feel like because C++ has like a similar kind of structure pattern to it. I still mm. can't read C++ at all, really. But I'm yeah, starting to understand. Yeah, I'm starting to kind of understand how the blocks are going together, even if I don't actually understand what the blocks are doing themselves. So, so, anyways, um, outside of development, um, what kind of hobbies are you into? Well, uh, first, I'm a father of two child. Oh no, no, they are older, but uh, I'm a father, married, uh, so uh, live in a house, so I have <laughs> lots of occupation. And uh, always something to do, and I like I like go go um, walking. I'm living near the sea, so uh, I often go to the to the beach or uh, to to the sea. Uh, I did some yoga. Um, I do some yoga um, and uh, aikido. What's aikido? aikido uh, Martial arts, you what? know, from Japan. What is that? Sorry, martial, Mar martial arts, like uh, oh, martial you know, arts, maybe, yes. yeah, 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 like judo or something like that. Ah, oh, fantastic! So it's it's good for the body because uh, the uh, how to say the programmer uh, journey, um, the programmer is always sit. Mm. So we need to move the body. Absolutely. Like, I mean, the like it is easy to spend your entire day sat at a keyboard if you're a programmer. So any anything yeah. that gets you out, anything that gets you moving a bit, stretching, even just doing a few stretches, a few lunges, getting your body, you know, a bit active, at least a little bit active, fantastic. Even just going for a walk or whatever. But you know, martial arts, a bit of yoga, fantastic, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Are you are your kids like young young? Are you still like having to properly like look after them or are they you know No, it's okay now. They are twelve and uh, sixteen. No, so don't don't have to don't have to be around them always. So it's okay now. I can work at home also. <laughs> yeah. A little bit less in your hair when they're about that age. Though um when they're like the teenage age there's uh, new difficulties. Um, yeah. Mm. 
my, <laughs> my brother, one of my brothers is 16, um, another's 15, um, my sister is 13, so I absolutely understand. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what do you do in your main job? Are you a, a web developer? Uh, I started as a technician, but it was uh, 25 years ago now. <laughs> uh, technician, and then I uh, switched um, um, to to a web developer uh, job. Uh, I did some uh, system administration, and uh, now I'm working as a backend developer in uh, Java environment. Uh, I did some uh, mobile apps also in the past. Uh, in the Android platform, on Android platform, uh, yeah. So I'm developing uh, full time now. I I used to be a trainer also. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of teacher. It's not a trainer. Teacher kind of tra a teacher for adults to to learn uh, to yeah to teach to teach uh, computer science the basics of programming. That's why I, I like to to make tutorials. But but it's one shot tutorial you see on YouTube. Uh, if you know my channel, uh, uh, I did no, I do not uh, how to say uh, cut or do uh, manage the video. I just do, do it in one shot. Uh, you don't and, you uh, don't edit. It. That's kind of like, yeah. in in like when you want something that's like short and snappy so that you know what you're doing, you know, quickly. It's it they're not great for that, but. The problem that a lot of like, especially like new developers get into is they see the short version and they think, hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> how come they're not making any mistakes? You know, they, they just know what they're doing and you kind of get into that feeling that, hey, I'm never going to get to that point. And the truth is they're not at that point either. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's just yeah, because yeah. of the, the video editing that they, they make it look like they're they're able to do things without making mistakes or, you know, that quickly. But in reality, yeah, I do, I do, I do make, I, I, I do make mistake. Uh, uh, some, sometimes when I, uh, replay my, my videos, I say, Oh, I say bullshit. <laughs> oh. But like, <laughs> but, in some... uh, it's okay. <laughs> well, it's good to see the errors as well sometimes, because when you see the, see somebody make an error and it, you know, it shows like, you know, uh, the I mean, I've only really done a bit of like uh, Rust and a little bit of Python, so I've only seen those kind of errors. But when you see somebody have those errors, what you do is you also see the way that they look at the errors, how they read the errors, and how they fix the errors, which is incredibly important if you want to be a developer because you are going to have to deal with errors all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course, yeah. So, so learning how to deal with the errors is almost more important than learning how to to actually code. You know. Yeah. Um, for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What got you into tech in the first place? Did you do tech at school or? Yes, uh, school, but it was not uh, on programming. It was about uh, telecommunication, uh, telecommunication and uh, network, computer networks. So it was. Uh, the first um, step, but uh, after when 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 I started, uh, I used to manage the the, the desktop uh, net network. But uh, I I soon soon I 
had to to do some uh, websites or application web applications so install uh, yeah so you started with like learning how to do like system administration and then was it was it in class or like at work when you had to learn how to do web development uh yeah i did um by myself i self taught oh. uh self um, learn yeah okay. so sometimes i spent lots of hours to find something that is very simple but uh <laughs> i am very aware of that like doing that myself like ah this should be easy <laughs> but i'm spending hours trying yeah, to figure yeah, it yeah. out <laughs> but it's still it's still happening because when i learned the first qml mm. i spent sometimes few hours just to to make my border okay or just uh, the 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 um, the text uh, displayed in the correct position. Oh yeah. So, so, so very easy things, but took me a few hours to do to get there. Yeah, okay. I <laughs> I I tried to make a QML app before. Like, I tried to make like a, a Pokedex kind of application, and um, I mm -hmm. I tried to do. I can't remember exactly how I did it with QML, but basically, either my text was too high, and then the next one was like way at the bottom, and like no matter how many um like uh rows or columns or whatever i made uh if i ever put it in like the second column it was always at the bottom like the text that i wanted and like no why is it there i want it just underneath here i want it anchored in this kind of place why won't you do that could never figure yeah. out how to fix that i mean i do need to get back into it at some point um i you're using the ubuntu qml uh, version, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, no, uh, no, no. I, I just uh, my my um, personal opinion at the beginning was just to try to build a cross-platform application uh, because I, yeah, I, it was um, what what I've tried to do is just to to make to to be possible to to make application for um, Open to Touch or Android or iOS. So I started with QML um, resources from uh, from Qt. And uh, later, I'll be familiar with uh, UE Toolkit from uh, Ubuntu Touch and um, allows you to, to code more faster. I think. I, I haven't really, I, I mean, I've mostly tried with uh, normal QML and I find that faster in debugging because I can just, you know, QML the application and it just shows up. Whereas with, yeah. uh, if I'm doing... With Qt Creator? With the ID Qt mm. Creator, maybe, yeah. When I try and do something with Ubuntu, uh, the Ubuntu toolkit, uh, I have to use clickable build, which is great, don't get me wrong, but it takes a little bit longer to start up. And so it's yes. harder to get the, look, it takes a little bit longer to get the errors to fix. Mm. Um, mm. So it takes a little bit That's longer true. to debug is, is my problem with the toolkit. But now, but now I've uh, merged something in uh, Clickable to allow you to to um, develop in Qt Creator, and uh, it uh, gives you code completion, and you can test on desktop uh, within Qt Creator. So it's quite easy and quick to uh, to test uh, the UI. I've done also an application for that. You know, maybe you know it, uh, QML Live. Uh, uh, that's on Ubuntu Touch. Live coding, live coding one. Yeah, there's yeah. there's a few QML like, like 
uh, development apps on uh, Ubuntu Touch yes. in the in the so open this is store. a live reload uh, live reload application. Mm -hmm. So it's good when you want to be familiar with component U, UI components. Yeah. Uh, so now now it's it's easier to get into it. Yeah, because as you said, clickable build. Uh, I forgot a semicolon. Or I forgot. A, uh, I made a typo, and uh, I need to build again and to mm. see if it's okay. So it takes very so much time. Yeah, yeah. Me? What got you into building QML in the first place? If you're mostly doing like web design and, and web app, uh, you know, building webs and system administration, it, it's, it seems like a bit of a jump to go to native kind of well, QML uh, apps. Yeah, but QML is. Um, maybe a resume of uh, HTML, HTML and CSS. It's something that's very similar in the uh, architecture. So when you can, you can do a website, when you know a bit about HTML and uh, HTML and uh, CSS, you can, you can start to, to do things in QML. And a, a little bit, of, yeah, of course, JavaScript. You can start to that. That's what I've tried to do first. Is small application that only relies on QML and uh, JavaScript, such as uh, Team Toolbox or Tetris. It's uh, pure uh, pure QML JavaScript uh, things. So it's quite similar to to, to do uh, web development and QML. But and it takes I think as longer and as it was before when you study uh, um, HTML. Uh, HTML is okay, it's simple, but uh, but CSS, sometimes it takes you hours to 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 make what you want to do. Mm. That's fair. I've never like, I, I, I obviously, you know, when I, when I was back in like, school and stuff like that, I did, uh, did make websites using HTML and, and CSS and stuff like that, but I never got like properly into it um and so i never really knew like the the um the similarities between qml and qt with with the web mm. stuff i know that you can use like java and stuff like that and java and uh like you know h2l like kind of languages in qml uh, you can use it mm -hmm. them together so i was aware of that but um I'm not not like from like that kind of background. <laughs> I've done sysadministration administration and stuff like that a little bit, and um, mm -hmm. I've done more like app development than I well I've tried to try to do like you know <laughs> learning learning, but yeah, it seems that a lot of people are into like building websites with HTML and CSS and stuff like that. Um, what is the different like appeal between like making a website and making like a, a QML app? What the difference? Mm, the difference is uh, I don't see too much difference, um, except when you access uh, low level low level stuff. So when you have to. Even if you use Content Hub, for example, Content Hub is just a, a, a QML type. So this is only logic, QML logic. Um, 
I don't see too much difference. Uh, difference come when when you you bind it with uh, C++ or Python or Rust language when you 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 bind or or this. Uh, so it takes some times, and what is uh, maybe difficult at first is um, you have also to be familiar with the build uh, system, uh, QMake or CMake. Uh, so it, it adds complexity because when you the, the first hello world, if you want to know how it works, you have to know C++ sometimes, uh, JavaScript, QML, and then team CMake or QMake. And after just uh, platform specifics, uh, platform. Uh, so yeah, it can be more. It it, it takes it takes time. <laughs> okay, so you just say that like it's easier to get into web development. And it's easier to create like a website or a web app than it is to create a native QML application if you try and bind it with something that's lower level. So what applications have you submitted to the App Store and how did it how did it start? Like what what application was your first application that you developed? It was Tetris. Was yeah. it Tetris? Was that uh, like... No, it was a Team Toolbox. Team Toolbox is just a small application where you can manage groups, uh, people and uh, have random uh it, it helps me when I was when I was a trainer, it helps me um uh, to define groups, for example, uh, for volunteers, when there is no volunteer, mm. I just launch a random, uh, random uh, tool, mm. and it give me some uh, teams. So it was very uh, a small, small application, only JavaScript, QML, uh, to do to get familiar, and it is a cross uh, cross platform uh, application. Mm. And then, then after I switched to Tetris, which. Uh, uh, there is more logic uh, in JavaScript. I took some resource around and I put it together to be familiar with QML JavaScript. So this is my only my two my two applications are are Tintobox and Tetris. The the other one are are from um, already exist. I just port port them to port them to um, to Ubuntu Touch. Stellarium, yeah, that seems quite like heavyweight and quite big and like quite desktop orientated. How was that to port over to a, a phone operating system? Yeah, it, I took I took one version from uh, Noctua Software, which uh, we they did they did something for Android and iOS. Oh, so I took the the code base. Uh, it was made with Qt five point four, I think. So I had to migrate some stuff, and also, as I said before, I, I had to be familiar with the QMake um, build, mm. and so I had to do. So you're still there? It's a uh, you. Oh. Uh. So yeah, you were saying about like how you had to migrate some things in uh, Stellarium. Uh, it was more difficult. Yes, I I had to took some images from Noctua software, and I found a fork of that software of the, that application uh, another place. So I took uh, from here and there, and I tried to try to do something for you, but to touch. But it, it's big code base, yeah. 
Yeah, it looks like, I mean, trying to download it, I think it was 54 megabytes or something like that. It was, it's not small. Oh, yeah. More, more than 100, yeah. Oh, is it? I, <laughs> I couldn't remember, but I remember it being giant and I remember having to, like, try and re-download it a handful of times because it wasn't having it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it happens, it happens. <laughs> So I did uh, some uh, applications such as uh, Stellarium, yeah, uh, like uh, SFXR and uh, Arbor Aircraft War, Game of Life, Drum Kit, Digit and Table. And it was the same goal. Um, application were built for, for an old version of Qt. And uh, I sometimes it came from Selfish. Selfish OS, so Selfish OS use a custom toolkit. So I had to switch from Selfish toolkit to Q, Qt standard um, standard uh, uh, component. So it was challenging, but uh, very fun. <laughs> there is a lot of um, stuff on the Selfish app, uh, app Store that we can take advantage of because it's all QML, uh, Qt. I, I say all, a lot of it is. But we also have to take in mind that we have to change the, like the front end. Yes, the the entry point. Sometimes you have to to deal uh, something differently. You have to you have to to make it different, and and some QML type yeah are are different here. But you can find always. Uh... They have like a slightly altered version of Qt with a different kind of front end that you have to kind of tweak around with mm. and, and change mm. so that it will work on, on other operating systems. How difficult is it to make those changes? Uh, difficult, yeah. You have to find the documentation to see, to see so the selfish documentation to see what what these things do mm. and maybe to ch and try to change. Uh, uh, with common QML components, mm. and after the build, or of course uh, the the entry points, uh, often in C plus plus, you have to to change it to make it uh, standard. You uh, use the standard way. Yeah, so sometimes uh, it's a bit tricky, but uh, very very funny to do. I, I appreciate doing it, but maintaining maintaining the app, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine because you you have to try and get like the the new version and you'd have to yeah. be able to edit that so that every, all of it all of it still works and trying to find out what you can use and what you can't use mm. and trying to make sure that those updates that you are applying all of the updates that you need without yes, yes. applying the the without getting rid of your work mm -hmm. yeah uh, is that the same for uh, ubuntu touch uh, core components a core application you you did something six months ago and then it's going to be merged six months later mm. and so you don't remember what you do uh, what, what you did so it's hard sometimes to see to to get you into it uh, after such um, yeah time okay so um, um making things cross compatible is is quite difficult if you're using one that isn't you know a cross board if you use the standard Qt, mm. it should work for every phone operating system, really, right? It should, yes, it should. If you use standard component, yeah. But after, yeah, this is not a question of components. It is also taming and UX uh, is different uh, mm. between platforms. 
So UX, uh, yeah, UX. Uh, UX and UI sometimes are different. Uh, yeah, from... you can't you can't use the bottom edge, for example, on the on Ubuntu Touch, and you can't uh, from Ubuntu Touch on, on the other platforms. And you can't use like swiping from the far left or the far right on Ubuntu Touch because that'll switch it to something else. It'll go to the app drawer or it'll go to the app switcher. So you have to be careful with that kind of stuff as well. And you want it to look native because you don't want it to look odd. You don't want it to look out of place. Of course. Yeah, of course, yeah. It's a bit tricky sometimes because uh, there are lots of if and uh, you have to do some work around to make it uh, work on several platforms. You can do a kind of match situation, right? Where, you, where it says, oh, what platform am I running on? If I'm running on ios add this feature here or use this color scheme or or use this theming convention right mm -hmm. you, you 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 yes you have to do it and you can do it by several way mm. in qml at runtime or when you when you build when you're working with c you can do it uh, during build time you can okay. specify that that part of code can be only available when i'm on ios or something like that that's that's cool that that's very mm -hmm. helpful because uh then you don't have to worry too much about platform specific stuff as long as you know how to match it correctly yeah mm -mm. Mm. what enticed you to 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 try you know use use ubuntu touch and to to develop for it uh, yeah, because I I don't know because uh, I was I was uh, a Ubuntu user desktop user since the beginning almost, and uh, I've been late to to be um, to have a smartphone. Uh, it was in 2017. I didn't have any Android before. It was on the future phone, and um, I was I like I like to take distance with uh, all the technology. Uh, and uh, just to to see how it works, I'm interested how it works. But uh, I like to take distance and not buy something when it's uh, just uh, uh, in the market. Uh, so uh, um, I said in my head, yeah, why not Ubuntu Touch could uh, could be interesting, and the BQ BQ phone were not very expensive, so uh, it took me a uh, hundred fifty bucks, I think. And so, uh, why not uh, hacking? How it works, and uh, it gave me some uh, inspiration yeah, to to make it uh, usable as a daily driver. Uh, I use it as a daily driver currently, um, and I like the open source model. The community is very friendly, and uh, yeah, I, I I like the I like the idea. Yeah, no, I feel the same with when it comes down to like being open source and stuff like that. I use um my my daily drivers at OnePlus three running Ubuntu Touch at the moment. I mix. Mm -hmm. I I want to switch. I want to switch that out for the Pine Phone. I've got I've got a Pine. Do you have a Pine Phone by any chance? Uh, no, no, don't have. No. Don't have. Yeah, I'm on a Nexus five currently. My BQ broke uh, mm. one year ago. So I'm on Nexus Five. I stay here because I'm I'm very happy with the Nexus Five, except for except for the MMS things uh, that uh, don't work uh, 
often because I often uh, switch off cellular data. I don't use that much cellular data, so there is a bug uh, with MMS. The rest is, is running okay. Okay. Yeah, the Pine phone is quite well. like it still needs quite a bit of updates for things like the camera is running at like three frames per second or something like that at the moment. Um, yeah. There's, there's a lot of bugs with it, but uh, Marius is on Twitter at least he said that he's going to use that as a daily driver as much as he can to try and fix all of the little bugs and snags that you know make it yeah. difficult to use so hopefully in the mm. next coming months it'll be a lot better but it's it's for like Linux which is why I love it so much it's not you know Android Linux with Ubuntu on yeah, top of it it's, it's it's full Linux that that's true yeah yeah true yeah you can build the, you can build the contacts app. I think it is, on on desktop. Quite like it's it's not too difficult. I think you just use clickable build and it, and it builds fine. System settings doesn't do that. No, 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 no. It's not uh, because it 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 can only be part in a, at lower level. So you can't you can't make a clickable with that. I I think so. Oh. Okay. Uh, so it's hard to get into it. I I think it's. Now, 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 core apps are are very easy to get into mm. because you you can build it with Clickable mm. easily. You can test it and you can deploy it to your device easily. But uh, there are some components who are still hard to to test and to develop. To yeah, because you it. I don't know. Maybe I don't have enough enough skill to to build it uh, properly locally. But um, yeah, yes, yeah, I have to to make a pull request and to wait. Uh, Jenkins build the Debian package, then install it locally. So it's a long process. It's not an easy process. But maybe I don't have any good uh, good uh, clue. How do you say? Uh, but it's getting more and more um, friendly for newcomers now. Uh, when when you you want, uh, for example, you want to fix a bug in address book app before it was not possible to build it with Clickable. You have to use Cross Builder. Cross Builder doesn't work everywhere. Sometimes the, uh, it has conflicts. So if you don't see, if you're not aware of the of the OS and uh, all the broken dependencies, uh, it's going. It, it was very hard. So now, now, um, the, yeah, it's more easy for newcomers. When you started do, getting into car application development, because you've you've worked on the contacts app and the messaging app, that's where I've seen you mostly. I don't know if you've also contributed to other car applications. Yeah, I started with uh, Morph Morph Brother. I oh, yeah. did a, a hack for the drop down, the the issue with drop downs. Um, it was my first contribution, I think. Well, yeah, Morph ah. Morph Brother. Uh, after I took some time with messaging app, yeah, it is a very very long process to to get into messaging app. There are lots of uh, code, lots of logic in the QML files. Mm. Uh, so a mix of uh, no, lots of JavaScript. I think there's lots. There's, there's a handful be... of languages in in the messaging app. I think if I remember correctly. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 The the the, the main conversation view, for example, yeah, the file is. Uh, 1,600 lines 
a line of code so very hard to understand and you have lots of uh, different cases to cases to um, to handle uh, when there is no sim card when the, you have two sim card when you uh, one thread as big as uh, started with uh, one phone number and maybe uh, you you continue with another phone number etc etc it's uh, quite hard to to get into it uh, it was designed uh, for a multi-protocol before it was not only for uh, sms mms it was also for irc uh for like like a pidgin client it was designed like a pidgin client but uh, lots of if statements in the code mm. what's the plan at the moment then because i know that like i know that it was designed to be like pigeon in in that kind of way but it seems that the way that they went about it was more complex than it needed to be is the plan yeah is the plan to just make it a simple sms app or is the plan to simplify it first and then see how it goes for implementing those kind of things i've, I've talked to yeah. to florian a bit about it and he said about like how you don't want it to be too much because it's a, it makes it a big code base and it makes it difficult and mm. you have to to think about all of these different extra things so obviously mm. you you probably wouldn't want to make the messaging app a one-stop place for all of your messaging protocols however it could be something where it is just uh, sms and uh xmpp or you know it just takes mm. something like that's that's basic and just use the basic mm. or, or just have it use the basic you know if you want to have the full features of the application you have to get the application but if you just want the basic features like just straight messaging and sending photos then you could just use it mm. in the messaging app um what like what is the kind of direction that I think so. I had a discussion uh, with uh, on GitHub about it because uh, I made an issue about uh, ah, I found the IRC code, uh, related code. Yeah. So what what do we have to do with that? Mm. And uh, the, the the answer was to just uh, uh, stop uh, thinking about multi-protocol uh, application and just uh, focus on uh, SMS MMS. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and maybe later uh, I don't know where it uh, where it, where it um, where it is now. Uh, RCP, I think there is a new protocol for um, messaging. Yes. But yeah, RCP or RP, uh, RCP. I think I I know what you mean. I don't know what the what it is myself. But yeah. that's that's um, Google made that, did they not? Is that a Google yeah. protocol? Yeah. Mm. Um, I, I think it's open source also, uh, okay. but, uh, it will replace in the future, uh, all proprietary, proprietary, uh, protocols for, uh, VOIP, mm. um, all the chat stuff, chats and uh, SMS and mm. all that. So for now, uh, yeah, messaging app is, is getting, uh, simpler. But uh, the code base for multi-protocol is still there because uh, you don't want to touch any line of code here. <laughs> you want to simplify. I mean, like, 
it would make it more performant with with less in as well and make it easier to run on on you know less less hardware devices but you also want to make sure that you know if something in the future I, with uh, like IRC I don't quite get that because that's like a giant um you know is you don't use IRC the same way that you use SMS yeah that's true um, so another UI yeah it needs another UI and another user experience yeah whereas like I think the way that people would use uh, SMS and Telegram are much more similar and so I don't really mm. see why they started with IRC because I think that's a bit too too yeah. different of a use case. Yeah, yeah, and 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 you see it in the code because you have lots of if and if mm. you do that and you display it like that and if you know you you, know, you display another way. So yeah, it's don't think it was a good decision. Yeah, I think there are probably mm. simpler ways of doing some of this stuff because like it, I think having a one messaging app for where you send like some messages or photos and stuff like that is a is a good idea but like you can't expect to have all of the the, the features from those applications yeah. especially because they're done in such different way per like application the way you send an image on telegram is done differently than the way that you send an image on xmpp mm. or on matrix Mm-hmm. Um, it just depends on how complex you're going to make that messaging app because you don't want it to be too complex. Of course, yeah, it's a basic feature that need to to work. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like with some instant messaging, like Pigeon and stuff like that. If uh, if something breaks on Pigeon, then you can go to the official application and it'll work. If your mm. messaging app doesn't work, you can't really go anywhere else to read your SMS messages. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> oh, command line. You can do it with command line, but it's, it's you could. not uh, very friendly. You could. Um, uh, what about Signal? Because uh, the Signal messaging app on Android will basically just like let you do Signal and messaging but like signals messaging is quite simplistic compared to like telegram or or whatever would it be possible to add like the signal messaging into yeah, into I, messages itself i don't know i don't know i don't know much about um signal signal protocol uh i don't have any uh, example of an application that's fair uh, so, yeah i don't know we we um, we do have Axolotl in in the open store, so you can use oh yeah you know uh, signal okay. on Ubuntu okay. Touch, but it's um mm-hmm. it's just because on on you know on Android or on iOS you go into Signal and it is your default messenger and it is your Signal messenger at the same time. Mm. Okay, but it yeah. is only you know it's only between SMS and Signal. It's not between like the way that Ubuntu Touch wanted it was like. Every everything in one place. Yeah, I've I've looked in the messaging app um, code base myself because I was trying to learn how to code, uh, and I thought, hey, I'm gonna do something simple that will improve the user experience. Um, yeah. And uh, it was the the fact that you know, like in teleports and in fluffy chat, the like image, the like contacts is in like the the 
top thing where the, the username is, you know, it's icon, username, then like some other options or whatever in the top. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I reported that as a bug a while back. And I downloaded the code base like two separate times and looked through the code trying to figure out how do I add the contacts icon yeah. onto this little bit of space. You did that. You you fixed that. You fixed that issue. It's uh it was you fixed it not too long ago, I I think. Um uh yeah, yeah. True. It was not so, so easy because uh, lots of uh different states in the code. So yeah, when mm. It was not so easy. <laughs> yeah, how did you go about doing that? Because like, that's really interesting to me because I very much tried and I tried several times and I tried for a couple of hours as well. <laughs> yeah, so sometimes it needs to have lots of console uh, console log uh, JavaScript uh, statements in, in code just to see, oh, I'm here, oh, I'm here, okay, oh, I'm here. Uh, just to... Yeah, it took time. It took time. Mm. I, I don't know how much hours I spent on messaging app, but uh, it took me several several days. Really? Uh, yeah, because uh, and I yeah, it, it took it took some time. But after you have you have some repair um, um, <clears throat> in French. Uh, yes, you have some uh, some knowledge. So you 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 can go faster to to find where does it uh, where is it uh, implemented, hmm. but it it's a matter of time. Yeah, I think it's a matter of time. Yeah. Hmm. I think if it was, is is it easier to like? Are we going down more of the route of simplifying the code as much as possible at the moment to make it easier to read and develop for, or is that like because you don't want to break anything so you don't want to remove anything by accident and then find loads of people who actually needed that Um, it it, it was my first intention to to make it easier but uh no i i didn't uh, do anything about it because uh, i'm i'm afraid of uh breaking something yeah i get you that's fair enough because it is a lot like it is a confusing code base to look through yeah it is (laughs) And uh, there, there are some scary comments in the code. You, you, as you see, maybe you have some fix me, fix me <laughs> uh, words, but uh, you don't know what to, what you have to fix. Uh, yeah, what it, what is it that I have to fix? Fix me. Yeah. What, what is broken? What is it meant to do? Like, you, like, yeah. what's wrong with it? Is it, are you saying fix me because the code doesn't work or does it work but it's not in the intentioned way or you know what is it meant to do you have to say something more than just fix me Mm-mm, true <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah so yeah how did i do for the for the icon my profile icon mm. profile icon um just need to to find which component is responsible of modifying the t- title bar yeah and uh, and it can be done just by searching i use lots of uh, search even sometimes in github directly yeah but uh, word search for example uh, if i see um, if i see a word in the title i just uh, take the, this, this this word and i try to find it in the id or directly in github mm. To, to see where it, where it can be where it is displayed 
you know, trying to find out where something is, is like the first like step of trying to find out how to add something or remove or just change something. And that can mm-hmm. be that can be quite difficult in itself if the code base is as large as something like the messaging app. Yeah. Mm. And it uses some components, uh, low level components. So sometimes you have to to understand uh, what what's what's going on uh, at a lower lower level. Is the contacts app similar then? Because you've also worked on a contacts application. You've added I've... like birth uh like birthdays and stuff like that. Oh uh, yeah, birthday it was very hard to do it because uh uh it was a very special way to handle the the, the contact edition. Mm. Uh, so it was very hard to get into it. There were no uh already same things because uh all or um design was designed for simple text box and or simple things, but and uh birthday. Uh, it means uh, bringing a picker, a dead picker. Mm. It means also uh, change the behavior of the text box. Lots of things like that. I spent also lots of hours. But the code base is simpler to understand, I think, than a messaging app. Okay. Yeah, that would make sense because I don't think the, the contact app was made to uh, host like loads of different ways of doing information. I think it was just made like, okay, you need a contact app for SMS. And email. Yeah. yeah, I think it's easier. Yeah, you have to just to understand that uh, there is a part in the application which is uh, which are components, shared components, and uh, another part which are the application. Uh, like in Morph Brother, for example, for the project Morph Brother, you have a parts which uh, are going to be a component, a shared component, and uh, the other one is uh, the true application. You probably had a lot of work with the birthday. Um slot as well because you've you also made that transition across to the calendar so if you add somebody's birthday on the contacts app mm. it will go to your calendar calendar that that impressed yeah me. It, was, it was already existing uh, ah. we we were lucky <laughs> there is a, a a service for that yeah i don't know which one exactly but uh, there is something that uh that uh, synchronize um, the contacts and, uh, and the calendar. I did some uh, stuff about uh, contact import uh, with okay. the ECF card. Oh, yeah, yeah I remember thing. that, yeah. Because you could import VCS. If you went through the file manager first, tapped it, it would open in contacts, but there wasn't an obvious way to do it if you're in the contacts app itself. Mm. Everything was uh, already in the code base, but uh, it was just a need of a small uh, UI component. Okay, so how did you get into like C++ then? Because obviously some of your fixes for the messaging app and for the uh, address book is in C++ and you hadn't done C++ much before. How how did you find that? Yeah, it was, it's more, yes, you have to figure out, you have to understand how how the code um, works, but um, I'm staying at the higher level. I don't go beneath. I don't, uh, I, I, I don't see all the lower parts. I don't understand lots, lots of things in C++, but I can read a code and to understand at the high level what is go- what, what, what is going. Yeah. Um, and I did only small stuff on C++ uh, or 
or maybe because I had a, a template somewhere, so I had just to kind of copy paste things or just uh, duplicate uh, a code and just to modify some simple things. Yeah, like just change like some parameters or some naming convention yeah. or, or something like that. Like looking up, but that's like how you learn. That's kind of how you how you that. So you you didn't find it too difficult because you're just kind of doing things that you can kind of tell with your your naked eye from knowing previous code like JavaScript and stuff like that. I assume. Yeah, more Java. It's like Java, C sharp, and uh, there there are some similar similarities, but. Uh, what is more complex is to it's to uh, understand all the uh, the architecture and all the with Qt you are working with uh, notify notification and signals slots mm. uh, all the concepts that specific to Qt and you have also to understand all the um, how the application communicate uh, between each other uh, with Dbus. And uh, so sometimes you have something that you you follow in your code when you read the code, and then after you do oh, where 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 it's going, and so you have to find on GitHub sometimes on GitLab uh, just to to see which component handle the the event. So it takes also sometimes. So at first, when I when I started to to understand the Kubernetes uh, Touch platform, it was really hard to find good information and documentation uh, because very sparse documentation you find and it makes um, Ubuntu touch uh, specificity and general programming things so, such as Dbus. Dbus is not uh, something special to Ubuntu touch mm. and uh, C++ and the cute parts and so it you have to to bring all other resources around and just to make a mix and outputs all that. Hmm. Yeah, I think um, I mean Dalton has done a lot of documentation, and so it's like a lot of other people from the UBPOTS community. But it's still, I think it's still quite difficult because of you know it uses platform specific stuff in in quite a few ways that other people haven't used. Um, I'm hoping that. Now the KDE Plasma people at least try and use like some of our, you know, our stuff to make things run in the background using like media things, mm -hmm. you know, using like the middlemen. I hope that other people get around that who are making mobile application, uh, mobile operating systems even, because that's a really good way of securing things up. And, mm -hmm. but, but it's something that is at the moment specific to Ubuntu Touch, which makes it more difficult for people porting to Ubuntu Touch. And it makes it more difficult for people um, because yeah. the documentation is in in one spot the more cross-platform we can be the easier it will be for people to develop for uh, there's a version of manjaro arm that uses lomiri which means mm -hmm. more eyes on lomiri uh, and different people's perspectives on lomiri as well so we'll get more code from people who think more like manjaro users than ubuntu touch users and and stuff like yeah. that I think one of the one of the difficult things about Ubuntu Touch at the moment is just how old some of our code base is. The fact that we're on five point nine for Qt, the uh, it mm. is quite difficult to go into the browser and search for Qt and get the Qt and the Python and like you know some of the other things like to get things like when when you're searching up errors and issues, people will tell you to use things that are in newer versions of Qt or Python. That you can't use yeah. 
because of how yeah. old our code base is. Hopefully, mm. some of that will become easier. Because because Rodney, I think it is, is working on five point twelve for Ubuntu Touch. Yeah. So hopefully yeah. that'll mm. bring more applications and make it easier for people to develop them without having to look up specific pages or you know. Yes, it's a long process. I think uh, works need to be done in, in documentation, general documentation, also mm. just uh, uh, for a few basic things, uh, such as having an overview when you come to Ubuntu Touch uh, platform. Yeah. Uh, there were a lack of uh, resources about it. Uh, I found some some old stuff from Canonical. Yeah, but it was really hard to just to have a big picture of. Uh, Okay, uh, here you you will see you 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 have this component, and here you will. Uh, uh, if you want to work on on it, you have to 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 see that 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 uh, something like that. Big pictures, but some people are working on it. I think uh, I saw on forum. So you've you've done you've done um you've done work with documentation as well. Talking about you know um the how. I've tried to. <laughs> I've tried to because to. I, English, English is not my mother tongue. So, so I take some time. Uh, some time. And, and when you do, I started with documentation, mm. and I I hadn't uh, all the uh, I, I all the view of uh, it was quite hard to to make sometimes just one sentence. Honestly, like, I mean, one of the problems with documentation is just organization and mm -hmm. making sure that what you're saying is in the right place, making sure that you're saying mm -hmm. enough, making sure that you're not saying too much that it shouldn't be in a different section, making sure you're linking yeah. to the right places, making sure mm -hmm. that what you're actually saying is not just an edge case, but is a global case. There is a lot, yeah, a lot to documentation that people don't even think about. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I... yeah, true. And, and often developers are not very good at documentation. Good developers, can you... <laughs> I think it's something that uh, Marius said. <laughs> oh, I'm bad at documentation. I don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> documentation is that uh, because, like, the thing is, you've spent all of your time making this thing, and then you have to write about it. It's like blogging, yeah. like. When you're learning something, and you're like, oh, I've just learned this. I don't want to write about it because I want to learn the next thing. I want to do the next thing. You don't want to sit there and go, all right, I've just learned how to do the a loop. Now I'm going to tell everybody how to do a loop. You want to be like, oh, how can I use this loop in something better? And then you try and build off that without writing about what you've done or what you've learned. Um. It's like some. Yes. I, I don't know what the quote is, but it's something like, "If I had more time, I would have wrote a shorter letter." Mm -hmm. Getting things concise. Mm -hmm. uh, documentation in it. When you do something new, I think a documentation uh, must be done just just after because uh, uh, the more advanced you are, the most you don't have a good um, point of view. Yeah. Uh, you. Your point of view is D8, uh, and you you know too much things. Yeah, you're not uh, either I or level. That's that's why we need like new new like you know if if any of you guys who are listening don't know code or you know you're you're new to the community or whatever. If you go through the documentation pages, mm. um, if there's anything you don't understand or don't get, like 
talk to somebody uh, and uh, put like a bug report on GitHub for the documentation because we need mm. fresh eyes on it because you can become blind. You know, if you do something every day, you forget all the steps that you do. You just think, you know, like yeah. if you do, you, you know, if you wash up plates all the time, every day you, you wash your plates. Yeah. When you're telling somebody, oh, wash the plates, you probably just say, wash the plates. And then like, oh, like with, with, with what? Oh, you just, 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 right. just, just put water in. And then you're like, all right. So you just wash the plate with, with cold water with no soap in it or whatever. And you're like, no, wait, mm. how can you like, no, you have to use soap and it has to be hot water. You know, there are these extra steps that you don't even think yeah. about because you're so used yeah. to doing them. And that's what yeah, it's like true, with, yeah. uh, with documentation. You'll miss documentation because you forget that there are these extra yeah. steps that you do. So you also do like uh, issue tracking. So what what kind of, uh, how do you do issue tracking? I just try to do some triage, triage um, and just to comment sometimes mm. on the, the main, the main uh, issue tracker board mm. uh, and uh, just to participate or just to Try to avoid duplicates and to help uh, reports to to handle. Uh, it's quite difficult to handle all the issues. Uh, I've seen a GitHub. We don't have any bots. Uh, I see some on, in other projects. There are some bots. Uh, yeah. Every old every old issues that are not fixed uh, are made uh, closed. Uh, there is some uh, something like that. That would be helpful in some yeah. cases, but like I don't think we've got enough developers or time to be able to 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 do that because there are some old, really really odd bugs that are still bugs yeah. that we do yes. need oh. to fix. Yeah, we still to keep it open. Yeah. So mostly like triaging because like I've I've seen like my uh, my. Uh, Thunderbird occasionally where like all my emails are basically like duplicate of uh, that Dalton uh, saying duplicate of this bug duplicate of this bug close because duplicate of this bug I'm like all <laughs> like all seven of these emails are just duplicated bugs and, and sometimes I just uh, I just uh, find a, a very old bug and try to to know if it's uh, still a bug or and applying um certain tags uh to them as well like um should it be in the, the yeah. next devel um is it an easy like good for beginners task how how else would you uh, advise people who want to get into helping once you touch with like either issue tracking or documentation how how would you say that new people should get involved or what would be the easiest way for new people to get involved yeah, as you said, uh, I think uh, just bug triaging, uh, just to confirm bug, to follow, to 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 try to 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 make the bug uh, report more precise, uh, and uh, to yeah. It is a big code base. How would you recommend people start? You you started with making your own applications, and then. Um, Parting others and then adding features to um, mm. existing car applications. But for somebody who's just kind of starting with Ubuntu Touch, 
uh, and trying to figure out how these different things connect or how um, the code base is working, where would you recommend starting or how would you recommend to start? Yeah, maybe maybe the more visible parts, uh, I will recommend just to, to know uh, a bit about the core apps because mm. this is uh, the visible part uh, and you can st start by with that. Uh, for example, the dialer app, uh, the messaging app, it's quite uh, difficult because lots of uh, lots of uh, states can need to be understand and mm. uh, understood. And um, yeah, try, just try to hack, just to change uh, after, J just try to, to take address book app, just to change the title, just to have fun and to see, oh, I can change the title, oh, okay. Uh, and to see how I, uh, we can uh, contribute. Mm. Uh, and after, or if you're um, more familiar with low-level code, you can, you can see how it how it communicate between each other. The content uh, content hub, URL, URL dispatching, and all all this this kind of stuff. The other part, I think, is here. Or even uh, you you can also go to the Lomiri. You you go directly to your device and you try to hack the Lomiri uh, user interface. Hmm. Um, just to to change, for example, uh, animation, add some animations, and uh, or to get it uh, to make it smoother. Uh, it is not so difficult. You just have to know where does it, uh, uh, where are the code base, and uh, if you find something good, just uh, improve the documentation, the README on the repository. Uh, if there's any other kind of advice that you could give to anybody who's just starting off or who really just wants to get into the ecosystem, if there's any advice that you could you you want to give them, mm, yeah. Uh, for example, if you want to, yes, if someone wants to to bring an application to Bin to Touch, just uh, uh, I would advise to just all in Q Qt QML uh, in general. Mm. And maybe to use an IDE that you can uh, easily you can easily run your app within it and mm. debug and uh, and be familiar with that. And after uh, go to more inside Ubuntu Touch and to understand uh, to 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 see how the the components to use the components and uh, how it's working. Uh, this is for UI UI things probably. Yeah, you you just start with UI things and just kind of explore the code base and yeah. Yeah. Alfred says read before speak. you code. Uh, if you can read good code, uh, that makes mm. it easier to write good code. Yeah, of course. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Start with an application that you like and you find it easy to understand and uh, just try to slowly modify thing and just to add. To copy from uh, from the existing code base mm. uh, because this is mostly a copy paste. Uh, when when you you're easy with development, it's uh, mostly a copy paste thing. Mm. And then you yeah. can over time just get more into it and more. You know, as as you learn, this is what this does. This is what that does. You can kind of oh, mm. I can put these together in this way. Yeah, <laughs> a puzzle. <laughs> a little puzzle. Yeah, it's a jigsaw. Coding is a jigsaw. 
where can people get in contact with you uh, if they want to learn more about um, what you're up to or, you know, follow you on social media? Uh, on Telegram? Uh, Dubuff. 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 Dubuff is my, my, my last name. Oh, okay. <laughs> Lionel Dubuff. Dubuff. And, and for, for the fun and for the uh, buff, buff uh, means beef in English. Oh. Like a Dubuff. Dubuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so on telegram on the forum uh, forum on twitter yeah, I think it's always the same handle uh, El Dubuff uh, El Dubuff it's mine it's the same on uh, on github it's uh, El Dubuff yes, dot github.io yeah. yeah and I'll link them in the uh, in the podcasting as well in the description okay yeah I'm always pleased to help if I can. Mm. <laughs> oh, and your yeah, your YouTube with your tutorials. I'll link that as well because you've got your some tutorials on that. Is there any what what are the particular things that you do? What what kind of tutorials do you do on um, your YouTube? Uh, yeah, uh, small yeah, um, just to begin. So some uh, some resources to begin to. To develop app for Ubuntu Touch, to use Clickable, to use uh, Qt Creator, to use uh, and uh, how to do you do you make how do you take an existing application and mm. to build it for uh, Ubuntu Touch? I, okay. I did small things about it. So some fantastic ways to start getting into into Ubuntu Touch. Yeah, yeah, it can help. Even if I do some mistake, mm. I did some mistake. Yeah, it can help. Oh, fantastic. Well, it's uh, lovely. It's been lovely having you. And uh, thank you for talking to me. Yeah, it was a pleasure. <laughs> My pleasure. <laughs>